Welcome to the power of faith and the ministry of David Hathaway. Please join David as he ministers today's word.
shall break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus raise we, let all within us praise his It's a wonderful opportunity to talk to you at the moment because uh, we're celebrating Christmas and uh, Christmas is going to be very different this year because of lockdown and the difficulty. We still don't know in the run-up to Christmas whether we'll be able to meet with our families or, or whatever. So I want to try and introduce something a little bit to give you some joy, something to be happy about this Christmas, because after all, Christmas should be, it, it, it's one time in the year which should be a time of real celebration. Um, in the church, you know, uh, Easter is tends to be a time of sadness in one sense. Well, a lot of the church makes it very sad, um, although uh, generally we tended to celebrate Easter uh, Sunday with the resurrection more than we celebrated the uh, sort of the Thursday, the Friday uh, of his death. And there again, there's controversy. But the thing about Christmas is everything about it is joy and happiness and rejoicing. And so I want to try and encourage you, and I'll encourage you from Scripture because uh, if I look at Isaiah 9, you know, the famous prophecies uh, about the birth of Jesus. And it opens by talking about dimness, vexation, suffering, affliction. And verse 2, the people walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwell in the land of the shadow of death, on them has the light shined. So that the coming of Christ in prophecy, because of course verse 6 is the famous one, to us, unto us a child is born, unto a son is given. Um, but the, the very emphasis right from the beginning in the Old Testament about the birth of Christ is of joy and the light shining in darkness. And so I, I want to remind you of this, this Christmas, that whatever the problems, whatever the difficulties, we can take time out to have a sense of joy, 
And, you know, far too much of the tradition of Christmas has nothing to do with the birth of Jesus. I mean, I think even the introduction of the Christmas tree was uh, from German origin. And, of course, our, our royal family having a German background, I think that's where that came from. The giving of gifts, yes, because um, that's in memory of the wise men who came to Jesus and celebrated his birth by giving him gifts. And so we give gifts. But you see, that's become so commercialized that the sense of Christmas, when you watch the television or, or whatever the media is you look at, it's all a sense of the money that we're going to spend and, and, and the presents and then the anticipation. Uh, to me, Christmas reminds me, of course, many of my Christmases were during the war. Although the worst Christmas, of course, was, yeah, I spent one Christmas in prison. Oh, <laughs> if I talk about that, you'd be a bit shocked because uh, with a, a group of men in the cells there, at that time we were, I was in the labor camp, we were mingling a bit more. But the whole idea of Christmas to those men in the prison was to uh, actually drop out uh and what they did, they managed to save up some tablets that they'd been given and medications and uh, they tried to make alcohol, but of course it didn't succeed in that, unfortunately, because it would have been wood derived and poisonous. But the whole idea of Christmas to them was, yes, we did get together on Christmas Eve, which is the continental tradition, but then for Christmas Day, you did, they just blanked out. And, and to them, it was such a time of sadness, of course, being cut off from our families and so on. And even for me, although my family had sent cards and apparently presents, uh, none of them reached me. I never had anything, not a card, not a greeting, nothing. So I do understand that, yes, Christmas can come in a difficult time. Well, <laughs> my own father died in the early hours of Christmas morning, but yet it doesn't change the whole thing about Christmas. And that's what I'm trying to say to you, that in Isaiah, the prophecy came in a time of persecution, suffering, and darkness. But it's described as a great light, a time of great joy, and in verse 3, you've multiplied the nation, but not increased the joy. But they joy according to the joy in harvest. And, you know, but it still comes as a sense of joy. And then, of course, if you turn into the New Testament, as I obviously need to do, having, having started in the old and look at the, 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 the promises here and there's two things which really come to my mind. The first is in Luke 6, of course. Uh, the, the, there were the shepherds, and the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. Oh, yeah, they were afraid. But he said, Fear not, for I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall to be all people. So the birth of Christ, was the greatest celebration, the greatest joy to the whole world. I mean, one of the carols is, joy to the world, the Lord has come. And 
So really what I'm trying to encourage you is, even if you're alone, if you can't meet with your family, okay, so I'm in the same position as you, I have the same limitations. Uh, At the moment, I'm not allowed to meet with some of my grandchildren. I don't even know if I can over this Christmas. I shall meet with with one of my daughters and I shall meet with some of my grandchildren. Don't worry, I shall not be alone. But the fact is that in all of this, what I'm trying to bring is we need to have and to bring back into Christmas a sense of the celebration, not thinking about the presents, not thinking about how much money we have to spend Oh, I, I was trying to tell you that some, my early Christmases, some of them were during the war, and the joy on Christmas morning was the Christmas stocking with an orange and some few treats in it. And if I got one real present, that was it. But it wasn't that, because the whole thing about Christmas is remembering the joy that Christ has come. But then, as I was reading through the scripture, I I saw something else. And you know, I've never seen this before about Christmas. And one thing I like about talking to you people is, uh, in preparing these messages, I'm seeing things in scripture that even at my age, age 88, I'm seeing things in a different way. And I was looking at Luke 1, where the angel appears to Mary. And first of all, in verse 28, the angel came to her and said, Hail, you that are highly favored, the Lord is with you. So, the first, right from the first introduction to Mary about the birth of her son was, the Lord is with you. And then he goes on to say, the Holy Ghost will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, that holy thing which will be born of you will be called the Son of God. Of course, she questioned. But in verse 37, the angel says, For with God nothing shall be impossible. But you know, this whole message of Scripture is of Christ in us. That we, it's, we talk about receiving Christ, receiving him into your life. That we, to become a Christian, we receive Jesus. He becomes, it's Christ in us, Paul says. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So that in a way, the very birth of Christ in itself was both prophetic and symbolic. In that just as Mary was to physically carry the Son of God, so we today spiritually carry the Son of God. Jesus is with us. Jesus is in us. We receive him. And so the joy and the glory of Christmas is just as great as the glory and the joy of Mary, that Christ is with us. Emmanuel is named, that's what his name means, God with us. And so actually we carry within us the image, the character, the very personality, the spirit, the person on Jesus, we carry within ourselves. And so Christmas should be a time of real recollection, real rejoicing. And, uh, you know, 
Uh, we love to celebrate birthdays, and uh, I, I, I do know working with the Russians, they seem to celebrate them more than we do, <laughs> although some people here uh, in the West celebrate in a very lavish way, especially particular ones uh, when you're going through, you know, 40, 50, 60, and 70, or like me, 80, and coming up to 90. Uh, and it's a sense of celebration. And so for us, Christmas can be in the same way, not just a celebration of the birth of Jesus, but a celebration of the fact that God is with us. God is in us. Christ is in us. And that's the hope and the certainty of the glory. It is Christ with us. And so what I'm trying to do is to bring you a sense of, of the glory and of the joy, not to look at whatever present you might receive that's immaterial. And even to me, of course, at my age, I'm not concerned about the present I might receive. It's, it's being with my family. It's being the sense of Jesus with me. And so I want to really encourage you and I want to be a blessing to you this Christmas that whatever is happening, it's no different to the time when Jesus was born. Because, you know, Jesus wasn't born into a welcome. He was born in a stable. But it's not just that. But the country that he was born into, Israel at that time, was uh, a captive nation. They'd been under the Greeks. Uh, that's why the New Testament was written in Greek. They'd been under the Greeks. Now the Greeks had been changed for the Romans. And the, uh, it was part of the Roman Empire. So they were actually suffering under persecution. And then, of course, because uh, Herod was so jealous that this uh, man that was born, this baby born, was to be the king, he sent out the order that every child under the age of two in Bethlehem should be killed. So it was a massive, can you imagine, a slaughter of all the firstborn baby boys celebrated the birth of Jesus. That's why uh, his father and his mother were warned in a dream and they fled to Egypt to escape from that. So I want you to understand that although we are celebrating this Christmas this year, and I'm talking about 2020, in a time of difficulty, of uh, pandemic, and of separation, it's only in that sense a reflection of what happened 2,000 years ago when Jesus died. But it doesn't change the fact that the message both to Mary and the message through the angels was of joy, happiness, rejoicing. God is with us. And I want to challenge you and remind you today that at this Christmas, you're celebrating the fact that Christ is in you. He is with you and will be until that day when he takes us into the kingdom. And his promises, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Come on, let's have a wonderful Christmas. God bless you. So good to talk to you. God bless you.
Thank you for listening to The Power of Faith, broadcast with David Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. Contact us by visiting www.eurovision.org.uk. Also available online are a large assortment of videos, magazines and books for your growth in God. We would like to give all new subscribers to David's ministry a free gift. To receive your free gift, visit www.eurovisiontv.org. Remember, those who know their God will be strong and do exploits.